Hi, welcome to New Hope Community Church Online. The sermon you are about to hear was originally given by Pastor Chuck Wilson. New Hope Community Church, to know, to live, and to share Jesus Christ. Kim, last week she says, I just want a quiet day. I don't want to go anywhere. Let's just have everybody come and just have a quiet day. And in the past, it's always like, I just don't want there to be any fighting. Don't, don't get me a present. Don't get presents. Nothing. Just have the kids don't fight for one day. It's like 13 kids in 18 years. But even if you have three kids in 18 years, how do we survive it, right? The prodigals, the tragedies, which you know, the stress. We only know the tip of the iceberg probably. But, you know, we... It's, you know, how, do, how do we as parents in, in marriages, how do we survive this? It's, you know, how, do, how do we do it? And it, it's all God's grace. It's all God's grace. I'm going to share is going to be for all relationships. It would be something for everyone. Believe me, okay? Let me just pray. Father, we just thank you for the worship. We thank you for the reminder of the difference that we can make in people's lives. And Lord, now we ask for your mercy and grace to uh, just to take to heart your word here. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Colossians 3. Colossians 3. So, uh, also, Heather, I'm going to go offline on this. I'm not going to use that whole outline thing I gave you. I'm going I'm to do something a little different. I'm going to use the verses, but not the middle thing. So, all right, so I'm messing everybody up today. Uh, I really, I titled this Resolving marriage conflicts, really resolving relationship conflicts, including marriage, uh, family, and beyond. All relationships, resolving these conflicts. And I'm going to use Colossians 3, 12 to 14. It's my favorite wedding passage, but it, I, I use it in weddings. A lot, of, a lot of you heard it. A lot of you got married uh, remember this passage. But it also, I like it because of marriage, but it's really aimed at every relationship out there is what this is aimed at. Uh, Colossians three twelve to 14 let's just read it first of all therefore as God's chosen people holy and dearly loved clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity and some of you remember, remember the weddings, some of your weddings, you remember, this is my favorite one. And I, whenever I use this for a wedding, I always stress something. I say, the couple who's getting married, they look beautiful, you know, the, the beautiful dress and the tux and the wedding party, everybody looks wonderful. And in wedding clothes are nice, but the most important clothing are the marriage clothes. And not just the marriage clothes, but the everyday clothes that we all wear in our relationship. And, and this is, you, you, the wedding dress and tux is a one-day thing, but the marriage clothes and the relationship clothing that God calls us to wear are far, far, far more important, right? And look what, look what he says there. Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Clothing ourselves with those. And, and we're told to put them on daily. In our marriage, in our family, in our work relationships, on the sport team, with our, in our school, in our neighborhood, when we're driving our car, the words speak for themselves. And then in verse 14, the golden, golden thread that holds these clothes together, because they can fall apart quickly, the golden thread is love. Over all these put on love, which binds them all together. 
and perfect unity. And that, that golden thread of love is, is the key that holds them all together. And the word for love there, most of you know the word for love is agape. And it's not a feeling. In the Bible, love is not a feeling. We can have loving feelings, but that's not what the Bible talks about. In the Bible, it's not a feeling. It's an action, right? It's an action. It's acting in love. It's putting somebody else first. It's treating them the way that they don't deserve to be treated. And that's what God wants us to wear. And what it looks like, these are all like you know, words, but what it looks like in, in action is he says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you have against one another as God forgives us. To bear with and to forgive. It's ongoing, constant, daily, you know, thing. And, and as God forgives us, which is a lot, right? Think about how much God forgives us ongoing, daily, over and over again. And this goes for marriage, it goes for family, relationships, friendships, work, school, church. There are people in each of these places that you might not like too much, Right? Well, use the church. I'm sure that you don't like everybody in our church. I do. I'm paid to like you all. But, but, uh, <laughs> I'm not paid enough for some of you. <laughs> and I know what some of you are thinking. We should be paying you at all. You know, some of you. But you know what? We might not like each other here, but we have to love each other, right? Same with our marriage. Same with our family. We might not like everybody in our family if we could re, re, reshuffle, you know? But we have to love each other. We have to love each other here. We have to love each other in our marriage, in our family. We have to love each other. It, we're commanded to do it, and it's, it's the way that God loves us because of what God does for us. We bear with and forgive, and it's a, it's a constant that bearing with. Bearing with is when you put up with something you don't like. The people you like hang out with, but it's, it's bearing with. It's when they say something or do something or, or are personality-wise. A lot of times it's just personality, right? They are something that, that irritates us, and that we're called to bear with and to forgive as God forgave us. And it's that constant forgiveness that, that to remember, that, you know, God's forgiving me, I forgive them. I forgive this person in the church or that person or this pastor or that pastor. You know, we, we constantly are forgiving each other and, and bearing with each other. Prayers and tears, years of prayers and tears. Ongoing, right? Ongoing in our marriages, in our families. That it is a miracle that any of our marriages survive, that any of our re families hang together, that any of our relationships, <laughs> think of all the relationships we're in, that, we, that, that, they, that they remain intact. It's really God's grace and it's a miracle because we are all broken. We're all broken. Completely broken. And so often, I don't know if you've ever been part of a church like this, but thankfully we're not that church, but we can still slip back to it. That I remember you go to church and everybody puts a mask on. You're in the car and there's all this fighting, you know, and you, know, and you finally get to church and everybody puts a mask on and you walk in. How's it going? Good, good, good. 
He's frozen. You know, that mask, that plastic mask. How's it going? Good, good. Everything's good. Everything's good, good, good. Have the coffee, sing the songs, listen to the sermon, go home. Everything's good? Only it's not good, is it? We're all broken. And it's very important that we're a church of grace. God's mercy and grace. That we see people that they're broken. I think of the big march yesterday here in New Hope. Big march. Not too many of them are here today. Oh, we have, we have some that in the past have marched, but they're here and saved and transformed by Jesus Christ. But, but sometimes I get like mad, oh, you know, marching and all that they stand for. But then I, I, it was just God was reminding me, they're broken. They're broken. Think of the pain that they have had in their life to end up where they are. Think of the hurt. Think of the, the compassion that they never felt growing up that led them down this path. And it's not just them, it's everybody out there and everybody in here. We are broken. We all struggle. We all fall. We all need God's constant mercy and grace. And we need to be a church of grace that bears with and forgives and, 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 and shows that love of Christ. And as it was hitting me, I was driving yesterday, and somebody cut me off. Uh, it really made me mad. And, and it happened about five times, you know? You ever have those kind of days? And, and I was like, I wanted to be like, you... I grew up on a farm. I know all the words. But I was like, you know what? I should even be bearing with and forgiving these guys. So what? They're cut off in front of me and drive 10 miles an hour under the speed limit. Yeah? What's God trying to teach me about bearing with and forgiving? Yeah. What, you start to look at people not as how they tick me off or irritate me or go against something I believe or whatever, but, but to start to see them as needing grace. That they're broken. They're broken and needs grace. And every one of us, I just think of my life and before I was perfect, uh, my life, and uh, <laughs> yesterday, uh, I just think of my life, I'm like, it's only by God's grace that I'm here today. It's only by God's grace I still have a marriage and family. It's only by God's grace that someday I'll get into heaven, hopefully. <laughs> you know, it's all grace. I don't deserve anything. It's all God's love. And if, if we can take that attitude in this country that is so divided, it's a spiritual civil war, but we got to still speak the truth in love, right? we still got to speak the truth in love, but it's got to be in love. If we can bring that attitude in, there's, there's a hope for revival in a church. There's hope for a spiritual awakening in this country. If we as Christians can have that grace and 
try not to get caught up in the, that other stuff. But still speak the truth in love. We can't back down from that. Speak the truth in love. In love. But just to, just to have that spirit of grace. And it all starts with God's love. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Once we put our faith in his son Jesus Christ. Once we accept God's love. And we receive God's love by putting our faith in his son, Jesus. We say, Jesus, I believe you died on that cross in my place for me because you loved me. And I turn away from that old life, that sin, that I walk away from that. And I put my faith in you, Jesus. I give my life to you. Once we take that step of faith, we now have God's love, God's mercy, God's grace. And we can become a vessel that can pour that out to other people. That's the first step. And that's what God wants in our, our relationships, all our relationships. But I want to just say this about marriage. In marriage, it's not easy to stay married. That's why there's so much, many marriages that break up. And, and it's not easy, but it takes that constant compassion Kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. It takes that love. It takes that constant Colossians 3, 12 to 14. Bear with each other and forgive each other. It's that constant forgiving. And sometimes the hurts get too deep in our marriages, and our families, and our relationships. And we need to talk to somebody. You can talk to me or Kim. You can talk to, you know, we, I have lots of counselors to talk to, Christian counselors. There's all kinds of, you know... The, Family Life Today is a tremendous resource. You know, the marriage conferences, we try to get everybody going to those on a regular basis. Um, because it, it's never too late. It's just a reminder how much years of tears and prayers that go in. How is God speaking to us as you go to this time of prayer? How is God speaking to us about healing? Maybe it's your marriage. The need to, to put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, to act in love, to bear with or to forgive daily, ongoing, minute by minute, second by second. Could be a family. Could be our church family here. Could be relationships at work. School, college, neighborhood, anywhere. How is God speaking to us about bear with, bearing with and forgiving? Maybe here today, and you don't have the power to do this yet because you've never acted on God's love. But today can be the day that you put your faith in Jesus Christ. And receive his love. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Have you ever believed on Jesus? You can receive God's love right now. Right where you are. It's a simple surrender. God please Forgive me for everything in my life that has gone against what your will, your word says, 
Please forgive me. I, I walk away from that old life. I put my faith in Jesus, your son, who died on that cross for me, who paid for that. I put my faith in him. I want to live a brand new life in Jesus Christ. If you have prayed that prayer of faith, the Holy Spirit has come inside of you and you now have the power to really love, the power to really forgive, the power to really bear with. You have the power to heal relationships, marriages. And if you have prayed that prayer of faith, I want to encourage you to let somebody know. Today, tell me on the way out, fill out the card, tell your family member, friend, tell someone so that we can encourage you and be excited for you. Father, I pray that this would be a church of mercy and grace that would continue, Lord, that people wouldn't have to put on masks and pretend there's something they're not, but they could just share openly. And Lord, whatever struggle someone is facing today, Lord, I pray that they would know that they don't have to be ashamed, but they can come right to you and can come right to other Christians to, to find the encouragement to keep on battling and to keep on becoming more like Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.